we as humans, we can't really kind of concede or conceptualize what does that mean to talk to God or to talk to the universe? Like that doesn't compute in our head and I don't think it's meant to, but it also doesn't compute for us to talk to energy, which is what it is. It's energy. And so spirit guides are a part of a part of that as we are kind of a part of the universe, but they come through um, in very specific ways. They're assigned to you. And so kind of like we can imagine that there are guardian angels for everyone, but then there are spirit guides who are specifically assigned to you. And their job is to help you walk through this life um, and kind of achieve all of the things that you were hoping to do in this life, have the experiences you were hoping to do, do what's most truly aligned for you. So it is source energy, but it's really like the bit of source energy that's assigned to you, that's here to help you kind of walk through your path in this life. Welcome to the Confidence Council Podcast. This show is designed for high-achieving women who, despite having a great life, just know that they're destined for more. Whether you aren't sure what that next level is, or you have an idea but the vision feels out of reach, then this podcast is for you. My name is Monica Burkoff. I'm a trial lawyer, a mom, and a wife. And I'm here because I know from my own experience that feeling stuck or unfulfilled does not have to be your reality. With a positive mindset and the right counsel, you too can create the life of your dreams. My hope and intention for this podcast is that you walk away feeling confident, motivated, and inspired to embrace your authentic self and to take bold action toward your dream life. Are you ready to get started? All rise. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Confidence Council podcast. I have such an exciting guest on the show today. I am so excited to introduce Jessica Rachel to the show. Jessica is a spiritual medium. I've actually had a reading with her where she connected me to my spirit guides. I am so excited to connect with you and to share Jessica with all of you guys today. She is insanely incredible. Oh my God, I'm so excited. So I originally came across you because you were a guest on the Dream Your Life podcast with Julia Martin. And there's something about sometimes when you hear somebody, they just resonate, like it connects. Like I've heard many podcasts with mediums, but something about you, it just felt like I, it, you know, it just clicked. And I think in large part, it was because of your story, like just being a normal gal, a teacher, right? For many years before you kind of pivoted into this career. And so I'd love to hear kind of maybe just the background, the lead up and what got you to this point in your life. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be on the show with you. (laughs) It's going to be so fun. Um, Yeah. So let me tell you my story as, and you, you pointed out, I was, I was really just a normal gal. Like I really never saw myself. If you would have told me five years ago that I was going to be working as a psychic medium channeling people's spirit guides, I would have laughed in your face. Like I really didn't think that this was my path. Um, I never saw myself doing anything but being an elementary school teacher. It's all I ever wanted to do. I love working with children. Um, and I really, I couldn't imagine any other, any other job. And so that is kind of what I set out to do. And, you know, here in Canada, it's maybe a little different in the States, but, um, a teaching job is considered like a really hard to get job. Um, (laughs) it's one of those things that like, unless you speak a foreign language or you're really good at math, like it's hard to get the job. And, um, and so for me, um, that's what I did. I actually sought out to learn French so that I could be a French teacher because that was the only way in. Um, (laughs) And so like really, like really determined towards this goal. And um, I started getting to my last sort of year of teacher's college and, you know, they put you in placements, you get to start trying to teach. And I had this like little gut instinct, this little feeling of like, maybe there's something about this that isn't right for me. Um, And I spoke to my boyfriend, now my husband at the time, and he said, this is all you've ever wanted. He's like, you're just having nerves, you know, just, just do it, you know, graduate, do the thing. You won't know until you actually try, go ahead, be a teacher. So I ignored that little feeling and I went ahead and I became a teacher. And as I went along year after year, 
that niggling feeling of like, this isn't right for me kept coming up and it kept coming up in bigger and bigger ways as the years went on. And so the first year I I started teaching, you know, I had a very difficult colleague that I was placed in a classroom with. And so that was a bit, you know, difficult to navigate. And then the next year um, I was, I was considered, I was told I was doing really well and they really liked the way I was working with the kids. So they gave me a really challenging class because they felt like I could handle it. Um, That was the most stressful thing I'd ever been through was a really large class, a really challenging class. And then the year after that, I ended up getting a new principal who was really, really difficult and kind of down everybody's throats. And it was just not a fun environment to work in. So every year there was just another layer of this doesn't feel right, right? Something's not right here. And I was more stressed out than I'd ever been in my entire life. I was getting sick every three weeks, it was like you could put it in the calendar, like, okay, you're going to get sick this month and this time this month. And like, it was, you know, and I, I couldn't figure out why am I getting sick so much? I'm so stressed out. This is not what I pictured teaching to be. Um, but again, I never really thought I was going to do anything else. So I was, I just kept going along, you know, not listening to those kind of feelings. And so one day I was driving to school And this was a particularly snowy, icy day. I live up here in Toronto. Um, It's cold. It's Canada. (laughs) Um, And I was driving to work and my car um, slid on some black ice. So it's like the ice you don't see, but it's like the worst kind of thing you can slide on. And so my car actually went spinning and I slammed into the side of a snowbank and I hit it so hard that my, the right door of my car came off and I got a concussion because <laughs> um, I kind of hit my head on my side um, a little bit. And so I was given a couple of weeks off work to recover from the injury. Um, and it just so happened to be right before Christmas break. So I was given two weeks off and then there was two more weeks, you know, so I had a month to kind of recover from this injury. So I recovered fairly quickly. It wasn't a huge concussion. You know, I was okay. So then I went, I got approved and went skiing the last weekend before um, we were supposed to go back to school. And, um, I had every intention of going back to school. Um, and just as we were going, um, as we were skiing one of our last runs, I fell in a really weird way. I fell in the, um, my boots didn't detach from my skis. So I went one way and my feet went the other and I tore my knee so badly. So here I am, someone who just recovered from a concussion, probably shouldn't have gone skiing, but went anyway, and then got this huge, you know, um, this huge injury. And so I was about to go back to school. HR calls me, how are you feeling? How's the concussion? I said, actually, I'm on crutches. And they kind of went, oh, okay. Uh, You're a liability for us now. Like you've had this concussion. (laughs) It's snowy out, right? No, it's icy. We actually don't want you back on the school grounds until there's no ice on the ground. At this point, it's January. That's six months. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You're like, okay. No <laughs> till May. Like, <laughs> um, So they gave me six months off work pretty much. They were like, you are on sick leave. Like, We can't have you on the school grounds while you're recovering from your injuries. So I was really given like all of this time. And my husband kind of looked at me and said, well, you said you weren't really sure you wanted to be a teacher anymore. Maybe this is your time to figure out what else you're going to do. And that is sort of what led me to figuring out all of this stuff. And so again, I wasn't listening. And for most people, that's like a big wake up call, right? Getting injured. And I still had it in my head, like, okay, maybe I don't want to be a teacher anymore, but I really can't figure out what else I'm going to do. So in the case that I do have to go back to school, which I probably will in May, um, I need to figure out how to deal with this anxiety because I was so stressed out all the time. And so it was in that time where I, I started to learn how to meditate. And I found a class. There was a woman who was offering meditation circles in her home once a week. And I would go. I would go to these meditation classes. And I'd never meditated once in my entire life. I just, someone had said, you know, you should try it if you're stressed out. Great. Go to these classes. And it was in those circles that really opened me up to this whole new world. These were really like spiritual individuals who like, they were like crunchy and conscious and they Mm -hmm. helped kids and, (laughs) you know, it was really, really beautiful group of women. And it was them who started introducing me to things like past lives and spirit guides and things like that. And so, um, yeah, so they, they kind of told me, you know, if you really want answers to what you're supposed to do, 
why don't you ask your spirit guides? And so, you know, there's an app, go on Insight Timer. There's all of these meditations where you can connect with your spirit guides, ask the questions and and get the answers you need. And so that's what I started to do. I started, you know, they still have those meditations on Insight Timer. I highly recommend they're free. Go find them. (laughs) It's an app. I've never even heard of that. Insight Timer? Insight Timer, like I-N-S-I-G-H-T, Insight Timer. And it's totally free. And there's thousands of meditations on there um, where, you know, for anything that you could possibly want. But I specifically looked up spirit guide meditations and there's hundreds of them. So I would listen to a different one every day. And some of them were like an hour long, but what else was I going to do? I was like on crutches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I started to get like little signs and little messages from my guides um, while doing these meditations. And I'll never forget the first time I got a sign. I was I was shocked. I was thrilled. I don't know if you want to go into that whole story. I would love to. Yeah, please. It was kind of a really funny one. But again, I was really looking for, I just need a sign that I'm not supposed to be a teacher anymore. That's what I wanted the answer to. Am I supposed to be a teacher? Am I supposed to be something else? And in the meditation, I kept seeing this image of a lion. And I was like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, (laughs) what's a lion? And later that week, a couple days later, I went over to a friend's house just to go and visit. As soon as I walked in the door, her little four-year-old grabbed me by the hand and said, Jessica, I have to show you something. And he pulls me up the stairs. And she was like, and you know, my friend was like, what are you doing? Like, let her come in the door. He's like, no, I have to show you this. And he pulls me up the stairs and he points to a little lion figurine, like a stone carving lion figurine. And he's like, I needed to show you this. And I was like, oh my God. Like, why, and why did you need to show me that? And then he got all embarrassed and he was like, I don't know. And then he like walked away. Whoa. So what did you take that to mean in that moment? I mean, in that moment, it was like, oh my God, this is real. (laughs) You know, that thing I saw in my head, like that was a real sign. And I got chills all over my body, complete confirmation that yes, that, that little image I saw in the meditation was my guides maybe sending me a sign. Um, and, and that maybe I'm not supposed to be a teacher anymore. <laughs> um, and so I wanted more answers. Well, if I'm not supposed to be a teacher, then what am I supposed to do? And, you know, at, it took me a long time before I was able to start to get really anything more. And I can't say that, like, it took me, like, it was a really quick process of, like, I saw that one sign and then from then on I could connect with spirit guides. I just kept practicing and I kept taking meditation classes and eventually, um, there was one point where my husband also has anxiety. And so I met a woman in this meditation, one of these meditation classes who she works with people of anxiety. She didn't tell people that she was a medium. That's not what she advertised. She advertised that she was an energy healer and that she helped people with anxiety and depression. So I thought, we'll go to her. Let's go see if she can help us. And my husband, at the time he was on medication for his anxiety, he wanted to go off the medication, but didn't know how to cope. So um, I convinced him to come and see her. And he's like, I'm not into this woo-woo stuff. If I'm going in there, you're coming in the room with me. <laughs> and so here he is on the on the massage table. She's doing energy healing on him, kind of helping him relax. And I'm sitting there on the floor. And as she's calling in all of these guides and all of these like beings of light and all of these colors and everything that she's saying, I'm like sitting there on the floor, just like gobsmacked because I'm seeing everything that she's calling in. She calls me this thing fly into the room. Like (laughs) it was crazy. (laughs) And then she says, I'm calling in this purple flame and I see this purple like beam of light come down and go into my husband. And I'm just sitting there like, what is happening right now? You know, does she see you see it? Like I know you see it too. So focused on working on my husband. Mm -hmm. He doesn't realize the big, crazy, like aha moment I'm having. (laughs) And so I'm just sitting there in complete awe. And so when she's done with my husband, I go up to her and I tell her, like, I just saw everything. And I described everything that she saw. And she goes, yeah, that's what they look like, you know? And I said, um, and so then I said to her, will you mentor me? Will you show me how to do what you do? And she said, well, I've never mentored anyone before, but sure, why not? (laughs) And so again, I had a lot of time on my hands. I was off work. And so I would go to her house every week and she would help me kind of learn how to kind of hone in on this skill that, you know, I I really truly believe everybody has. Everybody's intuitive. But she sort of helped me kind of learn things about like how to create boundaries, how to call them in, you know, those kind of things that, you know, a more seasoned professional would know. And so she really taught me how to how to do it. And then from there, I kind of I that was kind of what sparked it for me of like, 
if I could figure out how to do this, if I could learn. And all I wanted was answers. And I got those answers for myself. And for me, the answer was, if I could learn how to do this, I could help so many people, right? I can help other people connect with their guides, get the answers they need. But even more importantly, I can help other people connect to their intuition too, because it was life-changing for me. Wow. A long version of my story, but that's my story. (laughs) Oh my God. That is incredible. So (laughs) <laughs> Once you figured out how to talk to yours, were you talking to them every day? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Do you do? Do you still talk to them every day? Um, uh, not since I had a baby. Unfortunately, mm. I wish. I could- Say like once I used to, yes, every day it was part of my practice, but I would say now I'm lucky if I can get, if I can squeeze it in before he wakes up in the morning. Um, but now I sort of like it's, it's as needed, but that being said, I, the connection I have is so much stronger now than it was then. It used to take a lot more concentration, but now the conversation is a little bit more, um, casual and can be done in passing. So sometimes if I just like, do I do this? Do I do that? I can just say spirits of the light, like, do I do this? And I'll get the answer right away. So I don't need to like go and sit and meditate, although I still enjoy doing that. And then I find I get much richer answers. Um, Sometimes I can just ask the one-off question and get the answer, which is really helpful. (laughs) Yeah. So why don't we back up? What are spirit guides? Yeah. Let's talk about that. Yeah. (laughs) I can confuse a lot of people. Um, So spirit guides are what I like to call source energy. So God, the universe, whatever you kind of subscribe to, you know, um, not not to get religious here, but kind of conscious energy, right? So God's God, universe, whatever you feel. Um, But we as humans, we can't really kind of concede or conceptualize what does that mean to talk to God or to talk to the universe? Like that doesn't compute in our head. And I don't think it's meant to, but it also doesn't compute for us to talk to energy, which is what it is. It's energy. And so spirit guides are a part of a part of that as we are kind of a part of the universe, but they come through um, in very specific ways. They're assigned to you. And so Kind of like we can imagine that there are guardian angels for everyone, but then there are spirit guides who are specifically assigned to you. And their job is to help you walk through this life um, and kind of achieve all of the things that you were hoping to do in this life, have the experiences you were hoping to do, do what's most truly aligned for you. So it is source energy, but it's really like the bit of source energy that's assigned to you, that's here to help you kind of walk through your path in this life. Does that help a little bit? Yeah, no, it does. How how many guides does each person get? Yeah, so I say that the way that I understand it is that um, everybody has one main guide. So that's the one who kind of like you're assigned, they, you guys choose each other before you even incarnate on the planet. So it's like we make this agreement, like we're in this together. When I go down, you're looking after me, right? <laughs> and so we have this one guide who comes through and they're walking with us, in, you know, for everything that we're going through. And they're always there in the background. But then as we start to face new challenges, learn new lessons, have new phases of growth, that main guide can sometimes call in reinforcements is what I like to say. And they can call in other guides to help you with certain message with certain lessons or certain things that you're going through that main guide never goes away but other guides can come in so we can have hundreds of guides in a lifetime right different ones will come through depending on the experiences you have but that main one is always there (laughs) so what's the difference then between a guardian angel and a spirit guide or is it the same thing it's a little bit synonymous the the way that i i mean so here, everybody has guardian angels too. So <laughs> um, there's kind of a, it's, it's the way that I can describe it is that sort of um, angels, I would say are, there are angels for everyone. So we call those kind of like archangels, right? So we talk about like Archangel Michael or Gabriel or Raphael, whatever. Those are like um, a little bit more like everybody can connect with those ones and call upon them the same way you would call upon God, right? God can connect even if I'm on this side of the world and you're on that side of the world and we're all calling upon them, they can help all of us at the same time. Um, We can have guardian angels, which are sort of, um, they're kind of like spirit guides, but they're a little bit more concerned about your overall health and well-being. And they're also kind of like, they're only going to step in if your life is at stake and there's a reason that they need to step in. So, you know, when we talk about people having miraculous healings or somebody who should have died in a situation and they they kind of swear, you know, an angel came in, it feels like an angel swooped in and, you know, stopped the car from hitting me or whatever it is, pulled me out of the car. That's more where angels will step in. It's sort of like if you're, if you're passing before, you know, it was an accident that wasn't supposed to happen. That's kind of when they'll step in. They're not kind of sitting with you all the time. 
But a spirit guide is with you all day, all night, always with you, kind of really trying to get you on your path, really trying to make sure that you're doing the things you came here to do and kind of keeping you as aligned as you possibly can. Kind of similar to what you would, and you're, you, you are always connecting to it. It's that line that you're connecting cord to your spirit guide is your intuition. So those little gut feelings you get, that's coming from your guide. That's your connection to them all the time. They're communing with you. <laughs> Yeah. What about um, like past loved ones? Have you ever seen someone that has passed away be a spirit guide for someone or a guardian angel? Yeah, I would say it's not common, but it happens. So the way I like to explain it is that, and there's this really brilliant psychic medium out there. His name is Ainsley McLeod, and he talks a lot about um, the different kind of planes and the levels that the that spirit can sit on, because there are different classes of spirit and you know non embodied um, souls, right? And so there's he talks about the causal plane and the astral plane, and so we say that loved ones they sit on what we call the causal plane, and this is sort of a place where they go in between lives, right? So if they pass away, they're kind of sitting in this place where they're reflecting on the life they just had and starting to make decisions about the next one that they're going to possibly have and incarnate again. And so while they can kind of sit up there and watch over their loved ones, for sure they can connect with them. It's not really their job to be connecting or to be guiding your life right? They maybe were alive at the same time you were. So they can't be your spirit guide if they were alive at the same time you were. Your spirit guide's been with you from before you were born. Um, so they they can offer opinions. They can We can still connect to our loved ones from the causal plane when they're sitting up there. Um, but can we, but are they responsible for guiding our life? Not usually, not typically. Um, we can ask for their opinion, but their opinion is probably going to be similar to what they would have said if they were alive, right? It's still very biased. Versus your spirit guide, they're going to be like a little bit more objective, right? They're going to have sort of the overall perspective and trajectory of your life at, at, at their fingertips to be able to share advice that's really truly aligned for you. What I can say, and this has happened very rarely, but it happens sometimes, is that if a loved one passes away, and usually it happens to be a tragic death, so it feels like an untimely death, it feels like they died way too young or very suddenly, very tragically, sometimes the case being that they were a very old soul and they were meant to ascend anyway. So I would say if we talk about being a human as level one, right, you're here on, on planet Earth and you reincarnate over and over and over again until you kind of have all of the experiences that you were meant to have here until you decide, okay, I've learned all the things I'm here to learn. I've become the most aligned version of myself. Um, now I'm going to ascend. I'm going to be, you know, go to level two. Level two would be spirit guide. <laughs> okay. So, and then I would say level three would probably be angel, right? And then there's probably way more levels out there that I don't even know about. <laughs> um, can happen very rarely is that a soul who's a very old soul maybe finished all of their incarnations, died suddenly or tragically, and then becomes a spirit guide, in which case, yes, then they can act as a spirit guide for a loved one who sits here on the planet. Um, and often I see that, um, you know, sometimes when it's like a child who died very suddenly, you know, they were just a really old soul. They just had one last little experience they needed to have, then they were ready to be a guide. And then sometimes they act as guides for their parents, which is really cool. So when, so in that example, if a child dies like super early, like a three-year-old or something, would then that guide, would you be communicating them with the three-year-old or does it come back like in as an adult version or, or do you see, like, do you yeah. see when you talk to them? So in my experience, when that's happened, and like I say, it's pretty rare, um, but when it does, usually what will happen is the child will have passed probably several years ago by then. So by the time the person's coming to have a session with me, um, they were just asking for guidance in their life. And then I'll start describing the spirit guide to them and they'll say, oh my God, that's my daughter, right? Like they recognize. Mm -hmm. So they're showing up in the form that the parent probably knew them as. Remember that they're energy so they can show up however they want. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. How, <laughs> how many how many people do you think you've read since doing this? Oh my god, hundreds if not thousands. Um, wow. And what is could you say like have some themes emerged during those readings like that are kind of coming up in multiple kind of like a life lesson that you can share maybe with the audience? Yeah. Oh, that's a great question. So I really want to say that my perspective on this changes every time. The more I read more people and as the years go by, it changes, right? And so depending on sort of what, what we're going through as a collective, the overarching kind of lessons or 
themes tend to change as we kind of move along. So the messages I was getting during COVID time are probably very different than the messages I'm getting now. Um, but it feels like right now um, and that everybody's sort of coming into this awareness. And it feels like when we talk about path and purpose, and that's really why people come to me a lot is I want to know my purpose in life. I want to know why I'm here. What are the things I need to overcome? Or like, what am I doing here? And that overarching theme is very much the same for everybody. And that is that we're all here to remember who we truly are and who is it that we truly are. Well, we're a piece of the master, right? You're all a masterpiece, a piece of the master. And the more that we are aware of that and that we become, come into the awareness that we are a soul having a human experience and that all of this is just a game, right? And that I'm just here to remember who I truly am, which is this spiritual being, um, then my life becomes so much simpler. And so, yes, there are many, many avenues to discover that. But the overarching kind of lesson, if we want to call it that, is that I'm experiencing myself as a soul. I'm experiencing myself as a spiritual being. And the more that I can do that, the more my life comes into alignment. Mm. Yeah. Really so w- when you channel the spirit guides, do you see them? Do you hear them? How, how are you able to translate the messages? Mm-hmm. So yes and yes. <laughs> I see them, I hear them, I feel them. Um, I say what I am predominantly is called clairvoyant. So I predominantly see them, but you can strengthen all of the senses. So they're going to connect to you just like we're talking to each other. We can see each other, hear each other, um, sometimes get physical sensations. All of the senses are at play. Um, there's always just one that kind of is stronger for you at first than the others. And then you have to learn to strengthen the other ones like a muscle, so to speak. So for me, um, right away, I'm always going to get images. I see the guides very clearly. They send me messages through pictures. It often looks like a movie in my head. Um, And then if I need clarification for what they're showing me, then I usually will ask them to speak. And then I get them to give me a word or two or start speaking to me so that I can understand and put the pieces together. So sometimes it's a little bit like a game of charades. Um, But when they kind of combine the image with the words, I can then interpret pretty clearly. Yeah. And have you ever like started interpreting and they're like, no, 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 that's not what we meant. Or or is it pretty much like (laughs) every time it's kind of coming up? All the time. And they get so mad at me. Oh, really? (laughs) Don't say that. That's not what we meant. (laughs) Don't tell her that. Yeah. They get mad at me and then they get really loud and they're like, they like tell, they tell me to tell the person I'm working with that that's not what they meant. (laughs) No kidding. And spirit guides, I will say that I can always tell the difference between spirit guides and angels because we can channel angels too. Um, spirit guides are really sassy. They have such a, they have such a personality and they're, they have to be really pushy because it's their job to get you on the path. And if you're not listening, they got to be sassy. They have to tell you. (laughs) So are the spirit guides, do you think your spirit guides were the ones that like got you into that accident? got you into the skiing accident, like all those things? Like, or is it in hindsight, you're kind of thinking, oh, maybe that was all leading to this? No, 100%. That was my guides. And so this is what I say um, is sort of the why it's so important to connect to your intuition or your spirit guides, because your guides are looking out for you no matter what. And so whether you're choosing to listen to those little gut feelings, right, or not, your guides are going to make it so that you get back on alignment if you veer off your path. And so the way they'll do it is they'll start, they'll start gently. They don't want to hurt you, right? They don't want you to get into these life-changing experiences, rug pulled out from under you wake up call situations. Um, they start by giving you little clues, right? So for me, it was gut feelings. Then it was me getting sick all the time, right? Then it was, you know, the, the, the hard class, the hard principle, right? There were so many signs all leading up to that car accident and ski accident that I chose not to listen to. Um, and so, yes, I say that they threw little pebbles until they had to throw the boulder at me. Mm. So that kind of woke up and made that realization. And unfortunately, that's the case for a lot of people. They do have these little inklings, these little nudges, these little feelings that they should be doing something different and choose to ignore it, usually because of socialization or cultural expectations, right? There's a lot of reasons we, we do the things we do. And a lot of them don't have to do with because they feel good for me, right? They usually mm-hmm. are because my parents expect me to, or I have a family to provide for, however many other excuses we want to come up with. Um, and so our guides finally get so so frustrated. I want to say they get frustrated with us, but they do what they have to do to get you back on the path that you need to be, that you're, you decided to do while you're here. 
And so my guides knew this is what I was needing to be doing. And so they were trying to get me in that direction. And that's what they had to do to get me there. And a lot of people experience that, those wake up calls, right? Sometimes it looks like a loss of a job or a health scare, unfortunately, um, maybe a big breakup, right? Things like that, the kind of like the world as they knew it gets pulled out from under them and suddenly they have to reevaluate their whole life path. <laughs> and that's your guides kind of redirecting you in some way. And so I always like to tell people when things like that happen, always believe that it's happening for you and not to you because it is, it's happening for you. Somebody's trying to put you on your path. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. So one other thing I wanted to touch on was it kind of sounds like, are we all going to be spirit guides? Like if, you know, if there's 10 levels to this like human experience, you know, when we get past 10, do we all ascend to become spirit guides? Yeah. And so um, this is this is a concept that I'm really starting to understand um, as I channel more people and it's changing a little bit. Um, so in the traditional understanding, in the traditional sense, I would say, yes, you know, you you reincarnate over and over again until you kind of realize that, you know, you do all the things you came here to do and then you go and be a spirit guide. Now I'm learning that it's actually really ultimately your choice. You can decide what happens afterwards. And so if you feel like I'm done having all the experiences here on earth that I want to do, I could choose to be a spirit guide, which is a beautiful calling, right? And then help other souls along so they can, they too can ascend. Um, but now I'm seeing a lot of souls who then, you know, who skip over that and go right to the angelic realm. I see some souls, if you want to get really woo-woo, who go to other realms completely. And that's where we see sort of what we call star seeds, right? Or people who, um, who have, are what we would call maybe aliens, right? They kind of live on other planets. We see Pleiadians and Arcturians and, you know, all of those other things. And they're helping the collective consciousness in a different way. And so, I mean, depends how woo-woo you want to go, but <laughs> you know, we, they, they can, you can really choose like, what are the different experiences I want to have? And then we even see souls here on earth. And this is becoming a huge theme right now, especially in kids. I've been channeling for a lot of children lately. People ask me about their kids is that they were out in these other, um, you know, realms before realized there was an experience they needed to have on earth and they come down just for the one life. They're like, I just need to have this experience. I need to help the collective consciousness in some way. I'm going to bring this message in. I'm going to go be a human so they can hear my voice, right? Because not everybody can hear the spirits <laughs> and that's it. And so a lot of parents are coming to me going, my kid is so different. Like what's up with my kid? Really? <laughs> And then we channel for them. I'm like, oh, they're not from here. <laughs> they haven't really been a human for very long. So they're having a really hard time being one. <laughs> yeah. So that happens too. So there's really like no laid out plan or trajectory I'm learning. Is that like you can kind of jump around quite a bit. <laughs> so yeah. I, I was raised a Christian. And I'm wondering, is there like, do you know from talking to the angels or whatever in the angelic realm, is there like a heaven or is it just kind of like a, like, I, that's such a, like a deep question. <laughs> what is your, what is your, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's a great question. And definitely one that we all kind of contemplate. I guess it depends on what your definition of heaven is, because is there a place that you go after you pass away where you get to look down on your loved ones and kind of reflect on your life and experience what is true absolute love? Yes, <laughs> that does exist. The question, I guess, being is, do you stay there for all eternity? And that answer I am a lot more cloudy on. I would say no, you don't stay there forever. Um, and so is there a place that probably feels like heaven? I would probably probably attribute that to what we would explain as the causal plane, right? Where we're sitting in between lives, this place of pure love, this place of being a spirit again, this place of, you know, of, and, and this place of reflecting on your life and connecting with your loved ones. Yes, I do believe that exists. I just don't know that we stay there forever. I don't, I don't think that we do. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any stories that you can tell that was really unlike anything you'd ever experienced, like something that totally blew you open, like, whoa. <laughs> There's so many. Oh, um, really? Oh, I thought you'd be like, oh, yeah. Um, but I just have to think, like, what's, you know, in terms of what, like, a, like something that happened with a client? Like, or, or maybe even something that, like, you didn't even know, and you're, like, learning it 
or is that does that happen almost every time? Like you're learning something every time, or yeah. does it start to get repetitive? Or was there is there something that was like, whoa, like there's this whole thing that I didn't even know about until right now? Yeah, that's a great question. So I will say there's a lot of moments where sometimes I surprise myself. Where like you know so, you know I mean the spirit guides are talking to me and they're telling me to tell people this stuff about their life. And the people sometimes are sitting there looking at me like, you are crazy. Like, I don't even know what you're saying. And then a lot of the times those clients will come back to me about six months to a year later and be like, I thought you were insane. And now I'm doing all of those things that you said I was going to do. And sometimes they're really out there. So those are really fun. Like I have a client and she'll be okay with me sharing this because we're good friends. But um, I had told her that she was going to quit her job and she was going to move. And I don't like to predict the future, but her guides were very serious about this. They were like, this is what you need to do. You're going, they told her that she was going to go, I think it was to Costa Rica or something. And she was going to start working in the wildlife recovery centers for like injured wildlife and help like the lemurs and the monkeys do all those things and take photographs and help do all of those things. And she was like, they were that specific yeah. as you're telling her this. Yeah. And she's looking at me like, I don't know what her job was before. Like, I'm pretty sure she was like something in, in business, like an accountant or something. Like, she thought I was absolutely insane. And she like, she loved animals, but she was like, what? What are you talking about? Yeah. Kind of, and she had told me afterwards that she'd gotten off that call going, this girl's wacko. Like, <laughs> you know, like that was a waste of money kind of a thing. Like, yeah. what is she talking about? And then she, and then she calls me about a year later and says, I just booked my trip to Costa Rica. Like I got asked to come and stay in this wildlife retreat center and I'm going to be healing. And, you know, and so those moments are like, no way, like, (laughs) and it actually happened. And then she did, she quit her job. That's what she's doing now. And so to me, like those moments are really like, okay, spirit exists and they really are helping us on our path. And she's never been happier, more fulfilled, you know, in her life. And so those experiences happen. I'm thankful to say those happen a lot, right? Where people come and they think I'm crazy. And then they talk to me a year later and that's what they're doing. Um, So I love when that happens, when the guides really get an opportunity to share, you know, their guidance with you. And then it actually takes life, you know, takes on its life form. So those are a beautiful ones. I would say like a crazy aha experience. Um, there's, there's one that's been happening a lot lately, which I didn't really understand before. And that one's starting to come through a lot is this, this concept of angel babies. That one I'm learning and I'm like, this is so cool. Um, so again, a lot of people lately have been coming to me to ask about their kids. How do I parent them better? You know, what's going on? And there seems to be this really new theme of angels kind of wanting to know what it is to... Um, be experience being a human because most angels have never been a human before they've just been an angel as long as eternity has existed right and they feel that they can help humanity better if they get to experience what it feels like to be a person and so once in a while they'll come down and incarnate as a human just to learn what it's like to be a human and they can so they can go back up and kind of share with the other angels like this is what it's like and they can help us better and those types of kids are really different kids. Like they're really fun. <laughs> and so when you, you, I did, this was something I only just learned about that you can actually not have had many, many lifetimes before and actually have never been a human before, but you just came down to experience sunshine, literally. <laughs> wow. And life, experience what it is to be a human and then go back up. And so parents of these kids are always like, I just don't know what it is about this kid. There's just this glow about them. Everybody's connected to them. You know, people just random strangers just waving them to to them in the street and they're just here and they're just glowing and they just radiate love. And then it's because they're, they're, they're an angel. <laughs> That's literally what they are incarnated as a human. And so it's really, really fun. It was fun to learn about that. Um, and I'm seeing that more and more now. Um, lately, it feels like the angels are getting ready for something because wow. more of them That's, are coming through. <laughs> That's so awesome. So do yeah. most people come to you to talk to their guides about like, what am I supposed to do with my life? Like a purpose? type of questions? Um, I would say there's kind of like three main questions that I that I kind of typically get. One is what's my path? What's my purpose? Why am I here? Um, that's usually a big one. Um, and th- another one, and that's usually answers the first one is what are my past lives? Um, so sometimes we can look at, we can really see if we really understand, and I don't want to get into like the whole quantum physics side of things because sometimes that really can hurt your brain and mine too. Um, <laughs> But where there's like this understanding that all of our lives are happening at the same time. 
And so instead of seeing time as linear, like in a horizontal way, can we see them all as stacked on top of each other? And that's how people like such as myself and psychic mediums or anyone who taps into their intuition can connect to those lives because they're all happening at the same time. And so when we talk about past lives, right, we can see sort of the through line of like whatever it is I experienced in that life is usually the impetus for a purpose or a path that I'm having in this life. I had that experience in this life and so in or in that life. So in this life, I'm going to do things differently, right? I, I didn't, it wasn't fulfilled and I'm, I'm going to fulfill it in this life or I'm going to have the opposite experience in this life just to have the opposite experience. And so when we look at past lives, we really get a good, clear image of you know, what we're doing here in this life, like what needs to be accomplished or what needs to be experienced. And so that comes up quite a bit. Um, The last one is sometimes people just are stuck at a crossroads, right? I have a big decision to make and I need some guidance. Like, what do I do? Do I move to this country or take this job? Like, what do I do? Um, And in that case, guides will usually give you Like I said, I never predict the future because the future is always subject to change based on the decisions we make. We live on the planet of free will. You always have free will. But what spirit guides will often offer you is if you choose this one, this is the outcome. And if you choose this one, this is the outcome. And it allows you to kind of make the decision in a much more, you know, clearer way because you know what the potential outcomes are of each choice. So it's not like you channel and the question is like, what am I supposed to do? And they're like, "Mm, accountant. Okay, your time is up. You know, it's not like that, right? <laughs> no, it's usually it's usually a bigger purpose and there are a lot of avenues to achieve that purpose. So like I said, there's many roads to one goal kind of a thing. So they'll kind of say, for example, sometimes it'll be like, you know, in your previous life, you were really oppressed as a woman. And so in this life, you're really here to heal that voice and you're here to use your voice in some way. Um, And, you know, as a woman, and maybe it's to help other women do the same. Well, there's so many ways you could do that in this life, right? Right. podcast, you could be a therapist, right? There's so many ways to do that. Um, So it kind of looks a little bit more like here's the theme of your life. However, I will say if you ask them to, your guides will get very specific. Um, And so some people say like, I want to start a business. What's my business? And your guides will say, okay, here's your business. Here's your step one, step two, step three, go. Here's your business plan. (laughs) Have you had anyone like that that's circled back and said, oh my God, my business is crushing it. Thanks to my spirit guides and and their business plan. I mean, I had a really lovely one. I was just on somebody's podcast a couple of weeks ago who her guides told her she needed to start a podcast and this is what it needed to be about. And then I ended up going full circle being a guest on her podcast. So yeah, that happens pretty often. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> that wow. They say like, here's your business, away you go. And yeah, then their business takes off because it's divinely inspired, right? Their guides are literally telling them, this is why you're here. Here's how you're going to do it. Go. <laughs> wow. Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you've just listened to the introductory conversation that I had with Jessica Rachel. And so now we're going to jump into the actual reading that she does for me. So you're aware she does start with a meditation that we both do together so that she can get grounded and kind of like in the zone so that she can communicate with the guides. I did not include that because that just kind of, you know, long and a little bit boring for you guys to listen to. So it cuts into Jessica kind of just saying a few things, calling them in. I'm going to include that because I think it's so cool and fascinating. And then she's going to start um, kind of explaining what my guide looks like and we kind of get into the conversation. Just a quick warning, it may feel like it's bouncing around a bit and that's because it is. Um, There are some personal things that I talked to her about that I did cut out of the episode, but I tried to include things that – would kind of resonate for everybody and also um, just weren't as private that I was okay sharing just so that you can get a taste of what a conversation with your spirit guide looks like. Also, um, she did have like an air and water show going on near her neighborhood. So when she starts talking, it's not like the spirits making noises or anything. It's, It's literally just like the airplane jets flying overhead at the beginning. And then towards the end, her son wakes up and enters the room and he makes like a farting noise. So like, no, neither of us farted during the podcast. It's like a sound. So just look alive. I promise Um, that wasn't either of us. But anyway, so here we go. It's about to get good. 
I hope I you enjoy. I only connect to those of love and of light, of the highest vibration and the highest good, and that they provide us with the guidance, clarity, and healing that we seek today. I'd also like to call upon Archangel Michael to send a healing circle of protection around both of us and ask that he too ensure that we only connect to those of love and of light, of the highest vibration and the highest good, and that the guides come through clearly but gently with their energy and one at a time if necessary. <sighs> okay, so I'm going to keep my eyes closed for the moment. That's just how I channel best. You're free to keep them closed or open them, whatever feels most comfortable. So you have a very, very beautiful guide who's come through. And right away, it's almost like she gave me her nickname. Um, she said, it's, she, I want to call her the Lady of the Moon. <laughs> Which is very interesting because the energy that she comes in, she's just all white and she like floats in and she's pale but she's like wearing this flowing kind of white robe. And that's what she feels like. She's as if she came from the moon herself. Like she's just ethereal and glowing and white, almost like a little angel, but not quite the same energy. Angels tend to have more of a glowing golden kind of sunshine energy, but this one, she feels more like the moon. I don't know how else to describe it. <laughs> um, so this is a different guide for you for sure. But um she has this really soothing kind of calm energy and she's a little bit eerie as well. Um, so it's interesting. So if it's okay, I'm just going to connect with her and just see like what messages does she have for you today? So let me see what she says. So the very first thing she says for you, and she's very strong about this, is she says, Monica, it is time for you to start floating. She says, we often have this sensation of being very driven and needing to kind of get the things done and kind of, you know, mark the things off our checklist, go, 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 do one thing after the next, after the next. And she says that's not the energy that she wants you to pull in for your life at this particular moment. She's saying for right now, she wants you to kind of sit in this place with kind of arms wide open, floating against the, um, you know, in the river and kind of let the, let the tides take you where they may sort of a feeling. Um, she says this feeling feels a lot more peaceful, a lot easier. Um, she says, and it's actually going to bring you to the place you need to be and where you need to go, um, as opposed to fighting against the current, um, the projected current or perceived current that you potentially have created for yourself. She says your life is about to take on a new direction than you had anticipated, but it's all for the best. <laughs> How does that feel? <laughs> resonates I think but can you can you ask her which direction she thinks it, she it is going yeah sure let's ask her let me see what she means by all of that because that was very kind of broad mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so let's see if she'll get sort of more specific of like what does she mean by that <sighs> okay so she says, yes, in some ways, this has to do with career. <laughs> um, and in some ways, this has to do with just sort of the trajectory of, of life in general. So just how you sort of associate with opportunities that come your way. Um, and so she very much is starting to say that there's, and forgive me for um, if I'm incorrect, but she makes you feel like like this this podcast is kind of like a leap in a new direction already, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, because what she's showing me is that it, as more opportunities arise, and if they don't, even if they don't necessarily feel is ne completely related to what you're currently doing in this podcast, right? Um, she says to just sort of if they light you up and they feel good to take them, even if they don't feel part of the quote unquote business plan or the original idea is kind of what she's saying. She's saying for you, it kind of has to look like all of those things, like it'll make more sense later down the road. At this point, she just wants you to take it like this feels good. This feels easy. Yeah, I can do that as opposed to I have this plan that's set out for me. 
I'm going to follow that. Um, and so she wants you to sort of take things as they come. In addition to that, there's something invol um, involving travel that's coming your way. Um, again, I don't like to predict the future, but she does want. She does say that if that opportunity arises and you're questioning it or hesitating, she doesn't want you to. Um, she wants you to follow suit and <laughs> kind of let that come through. So whether that looks like a family vacation, which is kind of what it feels like. We're going on like, a family vacation next week. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, it feels like a family vacation is coming up. Okay. <laughs> so there we go. Um, again, this feeling of floating sensation, um, that needs to happen too. So even like in practice of of this kind of new principle of life, like when we're on the vacation, like let's just see what comes up. Let's go and do what we feel like, not over scheduling anything and just kind of going with the flow. It kind of leads you to a place of much more bliss, she says. Um, but again, she keeps saying this word over and over again, that even on this vacation, moments of opportunity coming through. Um, so conversations that just kind of happen, casual conversations that come about um, might lead to some things, not to, not to kind of like give you like a be looking for it. But as it, as it comes through, she just sort of says, just be open and be very open about what it is you're doing, what you're trying to create, what you're building, and just trust that as you kind of lean into what feels best for you, um, as opposed to what you feel sh you should be doing, um, these opportunities continue to land in your lap in some way. <laughs> so, because I struggle with being proactive versus just like, because I feel like I have to like make things happen. Is she saying to just keep doing what I'm doing or stop doing what I'm doing or mm -hmm. one way or the other? To Yeah, it's a good question. Um, so she's not saying to stop doing what you're doing. She says, keep going. She just says that, um, there's sort of like this idea of I have a plan for like the trajectory of the next few months of like, this is what I need to do. And she says, if there's opportunities that arise that kind of don't feel like they fall into that schedule that you've created for yourself, they kind of feel like a sideways move or completely out of left field or like, I need to know I need to focus on this. She's saying, be a little bit more open to those, right? Of like these things that come through that kind of feel like they're not on the plan. They kind of feel out of nowhere. Um, lean into those if they come up. Only if they feel good, she says. If they light you up and they feel good, but then you automatically second guess yourself and tell yourself, no, I'm building this thing. She says that's where she wants you to let go of the rigidity there, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Can yeah. she be more specific about what this opportunity might be or what this thing might be? Do you have an idea of what it is? None. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, did an opportunity come your way recently? Zero. Um, no idea. Okay. Um, yeah. She just keeps showing me conversations with women and what that means. Um, and so this looks like as you're continuing to, as you have casual, casual conversations with women. So even as you go on this family vacation, um, are you going to a beach somewhere? Where are you going? We're going to Florida. Yeah. To oh, okay. I just keep seeing you standing on the beach. <laughs> Like, and you're just like talking to the person sitting by, like near you, your kids are playing together or something. Um, and just as you're talking about it, there's sort of like this, these pings that come up of like, oh, I can see how, um, what we might do, what you are taught, what we're talking about have might give me an idea of what I'm doing in my business a little bit. <laughs> um, and if it feels good, it feels aligned. Um, this need to be, again, going with the flow and breaking down these ideas of how things are supposed to look um, is really what is needing to be let go of as opposed to like, this feels good now. I'm going to, I'm going to go with the flow here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So last time that we connected, I had a different main guide. Is she a main guide or is she just someone that's stepping in to send a message today? Yeah, that's a good question. She says, I'm your main guide in disguise. What? <laughs> they come in with different costumes sometimes, depending okay. on the message they have to share with you. She is your main guide, um, but she comes in wearing a different outfit, she says. Um, <laughs> okay. So, yes, it's your main guide that we're speaking to today. <laughs> and then is there anything else that she feels like she wants to tell me? Or, like, has she seen any improvement and or you know or because I feel like last time a big message was to rest mm, and yeah. I really try to you know really prioritize that in my life um more it's it's not where it should be probably but I'm wondering if she recognizes that and if I should keep going in that direction and maybe yeah, yeah. ratchet it up a little bit more mm -hmm. 
that's a really good question. I love that. Uh, let me see. So the first thing she says is, yes, absolutely. Um, like She's like, you've definitely been resting. She can see you've been prioritizing that, and she can see that. Um, something with taking baths. Did that come up last time? Yes. I feel like there's something with you and taking baths that's like you're relaxing. The warm water thing. It's a warm <laughs> Oh, the water. warm water thing. Okay, yeah, because she just keeps saying like she's been taking warm baths, and like that's good. Like continue with that. Um but what she's saying is that um, that doesn't mean that you have to slow down what you're doing right now, like with this podcast or whatever. She goes, it was because you gave yourself the opportunity to have that mental break. She goes, that's where the ideas came in, right? She goes, it, it allowed the insight to come. So she goes, the more you recognize that the more space you give yourself, the more again, your intuition has space to come through and more so her, right? To offer you those, that clarity and those ideas. She says, just to continue along that path, she says, there's no, um, she doesn't want you to be hard on yourself and kind of go, well, there's always room for improvement. She goes, when you get it in, you feel the benefits. She goes, just lean into that and know that, trust yourself that you know, and you need it and to lean into it when you do, instead of ignoring it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but she says that, like, she goes, I'm not sitting here grading you on how much you're relaxing. <laughs> she goes, you're doing just enough because look what became of it. Like, look what was born from that, right? Which is this. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that's really beautiful. So she goes, you're totally on the right path. Um, she does want to add one more thing. She goes, I'm not grading you, but I am giving you homework. <laughs> okay. Um, she And I don't remember if she said this last time, but she keeps showing me journaling. She really wants you to start a journaling practice. And I don't know if you already have. Have you? Yeah. Okay. Um, she says that's how she comes through the clearest for you. So when you're kind of lost or stuck or needing some guidance, she's like, you need to journal it out. She goes, I come through you so clearly that way. You're such a writer. Um, and she goes, just write stream of consciousness. She's like, you can write a question or just start writing um and she goes your answers will come through so clearly she's like you don't need to meditate first just write um it, it will come through so she's giving you that homework <laughs> mm -hmm. I have been doing that and I have found so much inspiration from just writing yeah. for sure oh that's beautiful I love that <laughs> is there anything that maybe she can share with the listeners if they feel like they are stuck or aren't sure if they're doing what they're supposed to be doing with their lives in terms of like a life theme or a life purpose? Yeah, that's a great question. Let's ask her from the perspective of a spirit guide. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and see what she has to say. So the first thing she says, and she's really firm about this, she says, the answers are always within you. If you are even questioning for a second if you're if you're on the right path, then the answer is right there. If you have to ask, then you know that you're not, <laughs> is what she says. She says, somebody who feels truly aligned does not ask that question. <laughs> so then um, once you figure out that you're not, then how do you, what's the next step? What's the next step? And she says, once again, she goes, the biggest thing you can do is to go within. Know the answers are within you. She says, you don't need, a, and it's true, you don't need a psychic medium to connect to your intuition. She says, it's what can you do to get to that quiet space where the answers come through? And she says, it looks like it can be as simple as asking yourself a question out loud and then answering the question for yourself. If you do that, the answer always comes, boyfriend of mind, without analyzing, without letting judgment come through. What is the first answer you want to say? And she says, you always know the truth. I love that. I love that too. That's really <laughs> great. Beautiful. It looks like an opportunity is about to land in your lap. And a guide has never said that so much in one Really? Session. Yeah. And like, again, I hate to be like this fortune teller, but she just keeps saying it over and over again. So just... Let it happen, I guess. Is what okay, she's so like, it's to, and it's happening way. on the beach. I got to get to the beach. Yeah, I'm get like, yourself honey, to we're that We're staying beach. at the beach all day. <laughs> yeah, no. Get yourself to the beach whenever you're there, whenever it happens. It looks like your kids are playing and the two of you just start talking. Just, yeah, uh, again, 
don't quote me on it or hang your hat on it, but um, it feels like that sort of it's sort of that type of a scenario where you're casually talking with someone and it's sort of, something changes, something is offered. There's some sort of connection that happens there. So, it's so interesting. Please call me in a week and tell I me what totally happened. Will. I'm going to call you in July. But you yeah. know what's funny is because I do feel like there is a bit of like you make your own. Like you create your future based on like what you're like. So me, I'm a, a total introvert. Typically, I would like put my sunglasses on and kind of like space out. But now I feel like I'm going to be like, hey, like chatting to the <laughs> yeah, park next Probably. to me, you know. Yeah. And so, and so I appreciate that because yeah, I, that could be good. Yeah. Um, okay, I had one one more question that I um, from my last session with you she had said something about like, I was meant to write, like write a, I had written a book in another life and I was like, a, you know, this writer and then I'm going to write this book. Where do we know where that falls in line in any of this? Is that involved at all in these like next few yeah. steps or? Cause I do still see that for you. And that's why she keeps saying journal, right? She was like, journal it out. Cause those are sort of like your book notes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so let me just ask her like, what, where does that fall on the trajectory of things? Right away, she puts her hands up. She goes, hold on, give it some time. Okay. <laughs> um, because she says, again, the the key to this book that you're meant to write, she says, motivational, inspirational, uplifting <laughs> for women in some way. Um, and so those three are, are key. And that might have to do with, you know, this business you're building and the patterns of, and the way that you're helping people. Um, and so very much a nonfiction book here, right? Something that we're, uh, is going to be in possibly the self-help realm is kind of what it looks like. Um, but in terms of the, when she says that sort of follows your coaching program in some way. So it's like, if they can't, you know, work with me directly, like at least more people can have access to this book so that they could help themselves in some way. So it does look like it's a little bit down the road, but again, the timelines are always up to you. <laughs> Last time we connected, you had mentioned that there was a soul circling me. It was a, I think you said it was an Italian grandmother from another life. She had just had this life as an Italian grandmother and she had just ended that life and wasn't ready to come in. I think that we, we talked in February or January and I was so ready to have that baby back then, but then I realized maybe I wasn't. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering, are you able to, to sense that still? Should we look at your spirit baby? Should yeah. Check, let's here? check in on what's going yeah. on. <laughs> let's check in on spirit baby. Let's see who's in your aura now. Um, and if they if they still are, if there's someone else. So, yes, you do have a spirit baby circling in your orbit, in your aura is what I like to say. But they've transformed. So possibly back then, as you said, like an old grandmother energy, now this one looks very much like a little girl. So it looks like she's much closer to coming through um, as they're kind of starting to take on the identity of child as opposed to their previous life. Um, it's so cute. This little girl has like little pigtails. And oh. like, that <laughs> um, I see. So um, sorry, should we just talk to her? Do yeah. you have questions for her? Okay, let's just talk to her. Let's see if I can get a hold of her and just see. Because she's, she's holding a little blanket, like a little lovey. And she's like wearing this cute little pink nightgown. And she looks like she's holding like your hand. Like she's reaching up as if like your mom, she's holding your hand as she comes through. So let me just see if there's any messages she has for you. Okay. So the first thing she says is, I'm ready. I'm ready when you are. <laughs> um, and I gotta go wake up my like, husband. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Time for the baby. Um, she says, what's with horses? Do you ride horses? No. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> she just keeps saying, I want you to take me horseback riding. I don't know why that comes through. Is that like, is that anywhere nearby where you live? Is that even a possibility? Um, seems to be something she's fascinated with. Like she really wants to go horseback riding. I don't know why that comes through. Um 
she's a little adventurer this one um that's kind of what she is she's saying she's choosing you and i don't know if you're a big traveler but that's what it feels like she's like she's choosing you because she feels that you can offer her a lot of different experiences now she shows me her skiing now she shows me her like in the ocean she's like i'm gonna do all of the things and okay take me to do all of those things (laughs) that sounds fun yeah a little adventurer this one um What's interesting about her and also all about the food, eh? Like, it, didn't that happen last time? Like, this Italian grandma. Yeah, like, she loved gonna, food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, we're going to go to different places and try different cuisines. And, like, that's really, like, her lifeblood. Like, she's so, like, wanting to have – she's all about the new experiences. So, new physical experiences, like, different sports and trying different things, going to different places, trying different foods. She's all, got this really big zest for life. Um, yeah, that's exactly really how cool. you described it last time. Oh, really? Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's the same personality. This real, this individual who like really just is like she's here for all of it. She just wants to have all the experiences. She's here for like the fun, eh? <laughs> and it's kind of like yeah, she just wants to try it all. And she really feels that you're you're the avenue to do that with. Um, she says that she's had past lives with both you and your husband, which is not always the case, um, but she has. Um, and so with you. She was your sister once, she says. Um, You were her older sister, um, very nurturing to her, um, but also very fun. She says she looked up to you in a big way in a previous life. Um, And she says with, and so she sees you as mother this time for a different experience, but because you felt nurturing in that life, because you were much older than her as a sister, she says there was about a five or six year difference. Um, And so you kind of felt motherly to her in some way. and then she says, with your husband, um, she was his mother in a previous Oh, ah, interesting. <laughs> um, so she says she's here to teach him a few lessons. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> she's going to be telling him what to do and kind I of like that. running the show. Um, it feels like she she's definitely a kid who's going to know what she wants and, and she's not going to be afraid to ask for it. Um, and it feels like she really gets kind of like she has her way with dad like you know, your husband's going to really just like fall to pieces and do what she asks, mm. <laughs> um, which I love so much. Um, but yeah, she says she's really, she says she's ready when you are, but she says, she goes, but I can be patient. So you just call me in when you feel ready. Um, yeah. <laughs> she's like, I know it's you guys and I'm ready, but when you're ready, I'll come through. So just know that it shouldn't be difficult to bring her through that she's really ready. So (laughs) when you decide, like, it'll probably be very quick. (laughs) I love that. That's awesome. I love that so much. Is there anything else you want to ask her or say to her? No, I just, I'm excited to meet her. Yeah. Yeah. She's so excited to come through. She's like, we're going to have a fun life and I'm going to show you good food. That's what she Oh, I love good food and travel. It's going to be great. I'm excited. Yeah. She's going to be that kind of a kid. Like, let's just do it all. I'm here for it all. I love that. Beautiful. Amazing. So if before we just kind of sign off, though, can we just take a quick moment to thank your guides? Mm -hmm. Yeah, beautiful. So let's just close our eyes and let's just take a quick moment to say thank you so much to your beautiful guides for offering such beautiful messages of love and healing and support. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let's just take a deep breath together to let them go. Beautiful. Come back to the room when you're ready. Jessica, how, I mean, this is insanely so valuable and one of the most moving experiences I think I've had in my life. How can the listeners connect with you so that they can have a a similar experience? Oh, that's amazing. Yes. Um, So absolutely. um, If people want to just like hear more about me, I'm definitely on Instagram. You can find me at I am Jessica Rachel. Um, If you want to have a session with me, I would be more than happy to connect with your guides. Um, You can head over to my website at jessicarachel.co. So not com, but .co. Um, And then maybe Monica, you and I can talk about offering a coupon code that you can put in the show notes there so that if they find me, they can get a nice discount on that session. That would be amazing. Yeah, that would be incredible. All right. Well, thank you so much. This has been a wonderful conversation and I'm so excited to share it with everybody. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Confidence Council podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please make sure you click the follow button so that you're notified every time a new episode drops. If you want more content between episodes, check out the show's Instagram account and website, which will be linked in the show notes for you below. If you're walking away from today's episode feeling more confident or empowered in some way, please share it with a friend or share it on social media so that others can benefit from it too. 
thank you again, and I'll see you back here next week. Bye for now.